0: Slice Audio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston, and joining me today is Dr. Chad Storch, board certified occupational and aerospace medicine, Correct. and outreach liaison Dusty Hirsch. Glad to have both of you guys here. Thanks for coming
1: in. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us.
0: Uh, so, Doctor, um, I'm sure you've seen lots of uh, just terrible accidents in the radio business. Those of us that are Really inept at just walking down hallways and things, right? Do you, do you ever get a lot of accidents from from my profession, Doctor? No, I haven't had a single. <laughs> I haven't had a single uh, radio station uh, personality
2: uh, uh, injured at work. Yet.
0: <laughs> well, you um, your specialty, of course, is occupational medicine, correct? Correct. And uh, let's get a little bit of background on that as we start today. On, on just kind of overall what it is, doctor?
2: So sure, we see, uh, our practice in particular, we see about uh, 70% of our practice is made up of, of work comp injuries, is mm-hmm. what you touched on. And then the other 30% is uh, various physicals from all walks of life. If people need a you know pre-employment or post-offer physical. We do physicals for the DOT, FAA, FBI, stuff like
0: that. Okay, well then, Dustin, then how do you play into this as being uh, one of the workforce wellness? That That's your area of expertise in yeah, this so So, Monument
1: Health came out with Workforce Wellness in 2019. Essentially, Workforce Wellness is basically bringing uh, the occupational medicine out to the employer. Because we all know, especially from COVID, that your employees are your greatest asset you have. Without employees, you can't have a business. So, we do many different things in the community for local and national companies. But, like, this time of year, of course, it's ramping up for flu shot season. We've got a new uh, COVID shot coming out, a new uh, vaccine there. So, um, that's part of what we do. We do a lot of health fairs for school districts, for you know, police departments, for counties. We do quite a few different things on the community, uh, you know, as far as monument health and occupational medicine.
0: Okay, so that's uh, you're just you're you're out. You just it's an awareness thing for you, then, correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it could be more some awareness. Sure. Um, we've had Dr. Storch and I have been out to several uh, uh, companies in the Black Hills that have like. They do a lot of like heavy moving, different things. We help them with ergonomics; that's part of it as well. I'm um, just make sure they're you know healthy backs and healthy lifting and whatnot. Different techniques they've got. So, well, we
0: in this area, we seem like we would. You guys specifically would see a lot of of that type. I mean, we're 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 kind of a blue collar area of the country, aren't we? Is is a lot of that, or, or is there is there more white collar? That would be really interesting to talk about too. Just the difference between those and kind of what we make up here in Rapid City on this part of it. Where do you where do you see most of the injuries that come from work?
2: I think you're absolutely right. I do see a lot of uh, what you would term blue collar uh, yeah. employees certainly getting hurt at work. Yeah, um, but we do have you know we have we have folks in a, I guess a white collar uh, <laughs> industry if you will. If you sure. want to consider healthcare, you know, white collar industry. We see I see a lot of healthcare injuries. Um, nurses and, and nurses aides, and uh, uh, yeah, they they get hurt at work just as often. I'm sure there's uh, you know statistics out there that that could drive this home. I don't have those. Oh, of course, of
0: right. It, yeah. <laughs> well, where um, now, you, uh, uh, Dustin, you're you're local, right? You were born and raised here, South Dakotan
1: piedmont you, you bet
0: from that area you've you've decided that that's this is home baby this is where i'm going to be yeah. from <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh so why did you uh how did you pick uh this area to go into
1: uh you know i came from a big box retail management and i just wanted something different all mm-hmm. my my family uh, my mom and my sister's a nurse currently So, has got a lot of family nursing a lot of family worked at monument health and it was a great place to be so i started off in marketing um, as an outreach liaison and, and kind of Kind of about three and a half years ago, came over to the Occupational Medicine side. So it's been a great fit with Dr. Storch and I. We also have uh, a few other providers in our practice as well.
0: Okay. And Dr. Storch, you are, you're brand new, really, to the area up here. Three you, years. Uh, <laughs> you, were, of course, in the Navy for 20-plus years, I believe. 21. And retired in uh, 2021. And uh, 2021. you came up from, from Florida. Sorry. Retired in
2: 2020. <laughs> I did. Oh, I retired <laughs> out of uh, Pensacola, Florida. I was a senior flight surgeon down there at... Uh, at uh, Whiting Field, just north of Pensacola. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, uh, and came out here because this had – Monument Health had a, a, a job that checked all the boxes that I was looking for. I wanted a, a turnkey practice, I wanted and I
0: wanted a mentor. And, so uh, – well, did you did you choose this profession before or after you decided to join the Navy, or did one kind of lead to the other a little bit?
2: Well, in the Navy, my role was more aerospace oriented. Okay. My residency was a, a aerospace and occupational medicine, but my role, like I said, in the Navy was more aerospace oriented. So I had to learn uh, more of the occupational side of things once I got out. That's why I wanted a mentor because we don't have workers comp in the Navy, and so yeah, uh, having to learn the workers' compensation laws here in South Dakota and how to handle working workers compensation uh, care.
0: Well without getting too far out in the weeds, there's there's no workers' comp in the military? Well no. Everybody comes and
2: sees their their doctor and and we you know, they either go back to work or they don't, but there's right. no workers' compensation per se.
0: Okay. Uh, you mentioned here when we started, too, and, and one thing that, it you know, when, when you go to the doctor sometimes or you go into, like, an urgent care, I think really is where I mainly see this, I will always see the here you can do your DOT physicals, right? That always seems to be a sign that pops up in a lot of places like this. And mm-hmm. every time I've had to go to an urgent care and I see that, I think, well, What's the difference between a physical that I'm going to get and one that the dot has to have or an FAA physical? So I'm glad you're here to just this is purely for me. I'd like to know (laughs) what is the difference? Why? Why are they? Uh, single[d] out.
2: So the the difference is, you know, the the intent of those physicals is because we have folks flying over your home or driving <laughs> large vehicles on the road. Um, you know, the the intent is to make sure that those folks that are operating those vehicles are are safe to do so right so they're free of any any medical conditions or mental conditions and that they're emotionally prepared to to handle the rigors of either flying an aircraft or operating a, a large uh, vehicle that requires a cdl
0: okay so uh you mentioned mental health in there too which a lot of times when i go to get a physical once a year that's mm-hmm. not normally uh, a part of this so as a doctor of occupational medicine is that a big part of your field as well
2: i wouldn't say so it's just a uh, it, it's it's one of the things that we have to make sure uh that our our, our applicants or our uh employees are uh let's see uh, that they're they're being if they have mental issues that they're being yeah. adequately treated now i'm not here to provide mental health mm-hmm. I'm just to make sure that they're being adequately treated. If they're on medications for, say, anxiety and depression, then we want to make sure that they're seeing the doctor who's managing that condition on a yearly basis. And that's you know, that's what we need to do
0: to make sure they're safe on the road. Okay, so who would need a typical Department of Transportation physical?
2: So I mean. if you're a CDL holder and you're you're operating, you know, typically operating a large vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we usually connect the DOT drivers with driving a, an 18-wheeler, right? But it doesn't have to be an 18-wheeler. If you're driving a vehicle that has uh, hazardous materials and quantities enough to require a hazardous placard on it. Then you need a DOT uh, physical for that CDL class. Okay. And then if your if your vehicle is say uh, carries more than fifteen people, okay, if it's designed to like a bus driver or something exactly, like that. Oh, okay. Or even a smaller vehicle, and you're getting paid to to transport say eight people.
0: So. Can any doctor do these types of physicals, or do you have to be an occupational medicine doctor? You don't necessarily
2: have to be an occupational medicine physician. You can just uh, take the course to do the DOT exams, and once you become a uh, an examiner for the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, then you can do those exams.
0: Excellent. Um, now, as uh, FAA, going into that physical, does that – you, you you were um, aerospace medicine is in your title as well correct explain that a little bit
2: so it, it's a fancy title uh, for, a, <laughs> no, for it being a, awesome. a, a flight <laughs> surgeon in the Navy um, and and that's a misnomer in itself you're neither a pilot nor a surgeon <laughs> uh, but you're a physician that specializes in the care and treatment of aviators okay right um, and so we understand the the rigors of operating an aircraft crafted altitude and what that does to certain disease processes and what to be on the lookout for. And, uh, and so that's really what we do as a, as a flight surgeon. Now the residency in aerospace medicine, uh, also allows you to be the senior medical officer on an aircraft carrier, oh. so it's kind of a check in the box thing and a career pathway. And unfortunately, I didn't end up on an aircraft carrier <laughs> after residency, which was my intent. Would you have wanted but, to but, be? Uh, that was it, that's uh, the whole reason yeah. I went into aerospace medicine and became Indian what's, what's called a RAM in the Navy. A okay, re- yeah, residency in aerospace medicine, but uh, but I didn't get an aircraft carrier. Instead, I got a, a senior medical officer position at one of the. One of the bases, and so I was happy with that.
0: Do we have a lot of uh, Do we have a lot of pilots that need these kind of physicals around here? Do you see them frequently? Well, we see. We do. We see. Uh, you know, I see. You know, probably a handful a month.
2: Uh, we really? do. We. Unfortunately, I don't do the uh, what's called an air transport pilot uh, physical. those are your, let's say your delta pilots. okay, right that's a that's a class one, but we do class two and class three, and uh, class two would be your uh, uh, your pilot who's flying and receiving money to do so, even if it's just a a, a crop duster that's getting paid. to to do crop dusting right. or you're a balloonist and you're taking folks up in a hot air balloon and they're paying you to do it, then you need a class two
1: uh, medical certificate.
0: I never even thought of that. Yeah, because we have that's the newer. Big...
1: They just required yeah. that thing about a year ago. For the hot air balloons. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well it makes sense. I mean, if you're taking anybody up that high in anything, I want to make sure you're healthy doing sure. it. <laughs> There's been some sure. tragedies out yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, another one uh, that uh, we had on the list to talk about here was an immigration physical. Now that I'm really curious about too. What is, what is that about, doctor? So when, when you're applying for
2: citizenship here in the United States, there's a, a, there's a form called the I-693 and it's a, it's a medical examination form uh, that has to be filled out um, by a physician and it requires a physical exam and a review of your vaccination history.
0: And do we get a lot of those here too that we, you deal we with? We
2: absolutely do. I see a couple a week.
0: No kidding, that many. Yep. Um, well, you know, you do see you do see a lot of people that take their their citizenship. Um, you know, they, they receive it up at Mount Rushmore, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Usually when that happens. Um, so workers comp, of course, everybody is familiar with that term. Um, is there what are what are the what are the limits with workers comp? Uh, you know, should people – when should people see you for a workers' comp claim generally? So
2: they should be seen if they're hurt at
0: work, right? And it can be so, like any kind of hurt, right? I mean, it's – Well, typically if it's beyond first aid. That's a good point. Okay. Because a lot of times, yeah, you will sell people that will – twist their ankle or bang their knee or something like that and be like oh no i gotta go to hr and i gotta get to workers comp um but so beyond first aid then um i mean that's that's yeah that's any serious type of of injury obviously
2: sure and and the majority of them are seen and cleared through urgent care before Mm -hmm. i see
0: them so you can go to urgent care with a claim like that now that
2: would be the preferred route
0: they specifically come to see you then they're usually referred by
2: the urgent care folks
0: okay um, can they go see their normal doctor for something like that? Or do you have to be the one that signs no, off? Oh
2: absolutely. They can see their the, – if they have a family doctor here in town who does – you know, who is comfortable handling workers' compensation, yeah, absolutely.
0: Then that's the way to do it. Okay. Um, well, there's uh, – yeah, this is uh, – the, the things that I, I find so interesting about this are it seems like you you, you do very specific types of of obviously physicals and then seeing people that do this sort of thing um is this um how different is what you do just from a normal doctor Hmm. and i'm not saying you're not a normal doctor of course <laughs> yeah, i don't mean that question, i man, mean I your doctor, I you're a doctor you're you right yes you're i mean totally <laughs> but it's but as as occupational medicine it is it is a specialty then correct
2: it is and and you know it's we're getting away and when i say we i mean uh, the occupational medicine physician we're kind of getting away from what we what the training was uh, In the past, excuse me, not the training, but what the practice was in the past, where we dealt with a lot of industrial exposures and maybe that's what I'm getting type injuries and stuff like that. That we've kind of moved away from that. We don't routinely test folks for lead exposure or any other chemical exposures. Not that's not to say that doesn't happen and doesn't still exist in to some extent in some industries. But by and large, I think the practice has has become more specialized in terms of Seeing work workers' compensation patients, seeing uh, and performing specific physicals. Seventy um, percent of our practice is workers' compensation. I see, right. I see a ton of that. So, is
0: is there is there repetitive things that you see over and over from workers' comp injuries? Common um, things. Back
2: injuries are certainly very common. And then one of the more concerning trends that I've seen uh, since I've been here are healthcare workers getting hurt by patients.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. So I've seen, you know, they get assaulted by patients.
0: Um, What then, going back to you, Dustin, um, coming up this fall and this winter with the outreach stuff, you were talking about flu um, shots and COVID shots, of course. Do do you kind of have a a seasonal list that you run through for outreach every year?
1: Kind of. I think the fall is the the busiest for me, October, November, with the on-site vaccinations, um, we also do uh area schools in the fall mm-hmm. as well. Um, then the end of the summertime, and I'm kind of going backwards, but we do <laughs> schools that are coming back for the school staff for several schools out here. Um, and then it seems like in the summertime, in the spring, we just do a lot of on-site health fairs. Those are getting popular. So, if you're a small or a large business owner, or maybe you're just a employee health representative, like a construction company, if you don't like the the employee wellness plan that you're on, if you even have one, you know, a lot of these companies just do do the drug testing. They might do a pre-employment physical, and then that's it. So it seems like I said since COVID, the last forty eight or last 24 months, I would say. Um, these companies are kind of starting to see the the why it's good to to put you know a few bucks into their wellness. I think it's uh, for every five. Or if, I'm sorry for what is it what is the number for every dollar you spend on employee wellness, you save five dollars and sixty cents on your employees. Whether that's wow. rehiring and, and having to train your hires or having people. Having folks get hurt and having, having to see Doc over here and be gone for six weeks, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, obviously, a lot of different variables that go into that math. But it's it's well worth to spend a few bucks for your folks versus just a simple, you know, drug test and have them lift 50 pounds and, okay, you're good. You know, right. there's, there's more things we can do to, to keep, uh, you know, obviously, some jobs, you know, you're going to have high turnover anyways. I can see the business mm-hmm. owner's not investing a ton in there, but some of these other companies that we have in town, you know, some of these big, like Skull Construction, they're great to work with. They do a lot of work with their folks. There. You know, there's other companies that I think, you know, obviously it's up to them and, and, and their bottom line what they want to spend. But to me, it's well worth uh, to keep us in the loop and, and have us come on site and do some ergonomics and, and you know, different things like that.
0: Well, how, how do they how do they get a hold of you guys then? If, they, if there are businesses that hear this, they would be like, well, that's a great idea. I want to absolutely be a part of this. Then, how do they get hold of you?
1: Uh, Well, you can call me directly, of course. Uh, My number, we can post it there, but I'll see it right now. It's 605 755 9166. The best thing to do, probably, is to go to monument.health and you can, in the search engine, you can search for workforce wellness and there's, uh, you can submit an inquiry tab and that goes directly to me. I think they ask me four or five simple questions, uh, make sure it gets directed to the right person. But ultimately, I see all of them, so I take over all of them. It's not something that I do directly, then I hand it off to, the, to who would make sense. But most of them just come to me and I handle them.
0: Okay. Excellent. Um, well, I know when I'm done here, I'm going to get off my chair very carefully, and I'm going to walk <laughs> to my office and uh, finish the rest of my day, because uh, I, I was trying to think um, before we came in, if I've ever had anybody that I've worked with in this business do workers comp. And I did. I actually worked with a guy that one time got struck by lightning. Uh, while well, he was out doing a live broadcast for us. Oh, and wow. <laughs> um, that was the only claim I can remember, and I'm oh, thinking, man. good what Lord. What do for
1: him? Yeah, for when, we,
0: when we do, we go big when we do workers' comp here. <laughs> <don't right>? know. <laughs> One <laughs> so a decade. Nice <laughs> of, you know, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hope I'll put his hair back <laughs> yeah. don't, We don't have that problem.
0: Yeah, now, <laughs> now he's mostly bald, too. Yeah, he just decided to forget the whole thing. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Chad Storch, uh, board-certified in occupational aerospace medicine and outreach liaison, Dusty Hurt. Thank you, guys, both, for coming in and talking about hey, this. I really for, appreciate for having it. Us. We you bet. It. Doc Talk with Monument Health is recorded live at Homeslice Studios, hosted by Mark Houston, edited by Russ Hatton, engineered by Chris Jaquis, and produced by Kelsey Kinney and Rob Henry.